Okay, we last left off with the halacha that uh, if you have a house that belongs to Goyim, so there's a chashash that they buried uh, Nephilim there. They buried unborn uh, infants uh, or stillbirths or baby that was born um, <clears throat> early within 30 days, and therefore the din of the house is uh, that it's tummy. Um, the halacha is, though, that uh, you check... Uh, you have to check whether there's a uh, whether there's a burial over there. Then you can be retire the house. The question is, where do you check? So the Mishnah and Mishnah Ches tells us you check in the pipes deep down in the cesspools. Beis Shammai says that you uh, what's it called that you check also any place where it seems that there was softened dirt in the house because there's a chashash over there or in the ashpice, in the garbage dumps. And uh, Beis Hillel says that uh, makel, that wherever um, chazerim or uh, rats or chuldas will get to, so you don't have to check over there, because you can assume that if there was anything there, so then those animals would have removed it anyway. That's Mishnaches. Es mahem baitkim. So what do you what do you check? Es hakivim hoamukim. Kimuarmukim are uh, uh, what's it called? Tunnels or pipes that are deep underground. We have some ma'ima sruchim cesspools. Beishamayoyim remap ashbasayis garbages vafa tichuach. Any time you see this softened dirt, Beishilol I remember Beishilol says kol makom shehachazir vachul de yecholim lahalich boy anywhere where a chazir and a chulda can go. So you don't have to check there because you can assume that it was moved out already. Enoi tzarech b'dika, so then that does not uh, require b'dika anymore. Okay, moving on to Mishnah Tess. Mishnah Tess tells us halacha that there were certain porches called the Itztabais or Itztavaniyais, which they had outside their homes, and they were really for um, aesthetic purposes. You don't bury somebody in an area which is there for aesthetic purposes. It's not the thing to do, so you don't need to have a badika over there. Um, Rabbi Shimon Leal says that uh, if you had a city of Goyim that was Nechrav, you know, like Pompeii or something like that, right? So the, uh, over there you don't have to, well that's for a different reason, but uh, over there you don't have to check either because we assume that the Chayas already took care of all of the bones and... Uh, so the, the houses of such a city, if it was vacated, so you would not need to be checked. We don't, uh, we don't hold like Rav Shem And then after that, then the Mishnah gives a whole <coughs> bunch of places which were considered to be Are Goyim. We'll just read those inside. So it's Mishnah text. It's the Vanias are those platforms, porches, in Baham Mishum, Medar Goyim. So it's not you don't it doesn't have a din of an abode of a guy that you have to worry that there were bones there. Um Rabshim ben Gamliel, I remember Rabshim Gamliel says Ir Goyim Shekharva, uh city of Goyim that was destroyed in Bamishum Midor Goyim because you assume that the Chayas got rid of the uh Nephilim. Mizrach Kasrin, the east of Kasrin, Umairav Kasrin, the west of Kasrin. So, Kvarais, those are all considered to be Kvarais. Mizrach Akai, east of Akai, he is Suffolk, it was a Suffolk. But Tiaruhu Chachamim and the Chachamim um, Paskin, they had a Messerah that it was okay. Uh, Rebbe, who based Dinai, Rebbe and his based the Nimnin Al Kini, the Taruhu, 
they took a vote on Tikini and uh, the Paskin that that was okay also, that that was not a Besakavaris. Okay. The last Mishnah over here um, gives uh, ten different types of dwellings which there was no Gzera Mishum Medora Goyim. Medora Goyim, the homes of Goyim, is only if it's a permanent dwelling. But if you have um, something that's temporary, like a, a sukkah, you know, sukkah's ganvach, right? not the uh, halachic sukkah, or you have a tzrif, a tzrif for the urbani, you have one of these like tipi type of things where people will go temporarily. So all of these do not have a din of medar goyim, and there's no tumah over there. So the Mishnah lists the ten, we'll read them inside. Asar mekayim arvim, right? Nomadic, uh, what do you call those guys? The Bedouins, right? The Bedouin tents were... Well, that may not be said because it's supposed to be temporary, but those guys tend to live there for years and years sometimes, especially now. You know, they probably have Wi-Fi in their tents already. They, these days, they're, what's it called? They're, they're pretty um, luxurious. Hasukais, um, which are these booths, Vatsrifim, these tipis, which get moved around. Burgenin, yeah. <coughs> Burgenin are um place also. Uh, temporary uh, temporary booths which they use to uh, to put Paris and other things in there. The Alkiti ice is uh, <coughs> what's it called? Is like a chupa. You know, you have a what's it called? Four amudim with some kind of a ceiling on top of it. Also, not a permanent structure. Base shar is like you go into shar yafo. And you have like this, uh, what's it called? Before you go into the door of a wall of a chutzer or whatever, so then there's this little area where you can sit. Um, yeah. The Avira Shal Chutzer is the outside of the chutzer. The Hamer Chutz is a bathhouse. The Mokom Achitzim was a place where they stored their weapons, in their case chitzim, in our case it will be, you know, your tanks and your uzis. Umakoim haligyainais, umakoim haligyainais was where the army used to hang out, but again, it wasn't a uh, permanent dwelling, and because of that, so then there's no halacha of medar hagoyim, with that, with that after uh, 18 prokim, the third longest mesechta in Shas, so uh, solik mesechas always, mazatev.